Politics as usual. It's that time again. That time where we watch political ad after political ad with each candidate using never-ending buzzwords and rhetoric. You know, I'm not sure which part of the political process is more disappointing. The candidates that don't tell us anything or the people who buy into the candidates that don't tell us anything. Candidates at every election talk about the need for change and that if we elect them, they'll be different than what has been there before. But all of us know what needs to be done, and there are only so many ways to solve problems. So if the candidates would detail how they were going to solve the problems, then we would really be on to something. Every candidate since the beginning of time has told us what they were going to do, but not how they were going to do it. So if the candidates really want to be different, then they need to tell us how they will accomplish their goals. Why do we keep allowing this to happen? You know, we buy into the candidate's use of buzzwords and rhetoric because it is easy and familiar to us. Candidates use these words to make us feel a connection to them and to show we have something in common with them. The ones used in my state sound something like this. Conservative, pro-life, Christian, family man, son of a pastor, outsider, and one of my favorites recently, businessman. So we end up electing people because we like the sound of the words they use to describe themselves. That's not that these buzzword attributes must be negative in and of themselves, but again, candidate after candidate is run on these platforms, and yet we still find ourselves with the problems we're facing today. This should be a clear indication to us that running on this platform does not tell us how good of a leader a candidate will be. The fact of the matter is these buzzwords and rhetoric give us absolutely no indication of how good of a job these candidates will do. And in addition to this, the candidates use these words to separate the people who make up their political base from those who don't. They do this so we'll make decisions about which candidate to elect based strictly on political party and perceived connection with the candidate instead of the actual results we think they will achieve from the plan they've shown us telling us how they're going to accomplish their goals. This reduces us to making choices based on the candidate with the best marketing or advertising strategy. What does Christianity really mean in terms of politics? You might be pro-life or pro-choice. You might drink, or you might think drinking is wrong. You might think being LGBTQ will send you to hell, or you might accept the LGBTQ community, or you might be like Jim Jones. Yes, Jim Jones even had his roots in Christianity. And even past all this, we've seen scandal after scandal involving preachers and other religious leaders. So stating you're a Christian may not mean anything at all with regard to what kind of person you really are at your core. And then businessman. What does businessman mean in terms of politics? Ken Lay was the son of a pastor as well as the CEO of Enron. You know, the company that was hiding portions of liabilities and doctoring assets and earnings, which led to the company's bankruptcy. Just saying you're a businessman does not tell us how good of a leader you are. How well do you treat your employees? Do you pay them minimum wage while you pocket a huge salary? Every good businessman out there knows you never accomplish what you want without a good business plan. 
And this plan outlines what you want to do and how you're going to accomplish it. So if you're running on this platform, then show us it's not just rhetoric and publish your plan so we can see the details of how you will accomplish what you say you will. A plan that only states what you will do is no plan at all. Every political season, we see the same thing. Candidates using buzzwords and rhetoric. They tell us what they're going to do, but not how they're going to do it. They talk around a question instead of answering it directly, and many candidates run negative ads about their opponents, which is an attempt to divert our focus to a negative thought about their opponent instead of a productive thought of how they are going to accomplish their plan. Some candidates even come out about negative ads only to end up running negative ads themselves. Because of this, our state and our country are becoming more and more divided instead of more and more united. What does this say about us? Have we really become so shallow that we now let ourselves be duped into voting strictly by political party? Do we base our decision of a good leader based on buzzwords and rhetoric? Are we being led around by the nose from our own bias and we don't even realize it? Are we so caught up in this that we no longer want the truth? How in the world do we wonder why our state or our country is in the shape it is in when we are the ones who don't require more from the people we elect? If we want to change, then we're going to need to set a new standard. We must require candidates to stop telling us and start showing us they are different. We must require them to not just use buzzwords and rhetoric, but instead they need to tell us what they will do and how they are going to do what they want to do. If we would require this, then we could quit making decisions on who to elect strictly by political party and perceived connection and start making informed decisions from which candidate has the best plan to solve our problems. In addition, we need to stop supporting candidates who talk around a question instead of answering it directly. We also need to stop supporting candidates who run negative ads about their opponents. We need to remember, regardless of which political party we're talking about, there can be a big gap between what some candidates tell us they will accomplish and what they actually get accomplished. The reality is, if a candidate cannot give us a plan of how they will accomplish what they want to, they are not worthy of putting in office to begin with. Why do we need to do this? We want to blame others for why our state or our country is in the shape it in. But we're the ones who keep putting the people in office that are not solving our problems. To get what is best for our states and our country, we must stop being so divided. To do this, we must stop being so easily distracted by buzzwords and rhetoric and start using our intelligence to make informed decisions to elect the candidate that shows us the best and most viable solutions to our important issues. Then we will stop being led to simply follow along with the division promoted by political party, promoted by the candidates, and start electing officials that have the best plan to accomplish our important issues which ultimately will be for the betterment of our states and for the betterment of our country.